Welcome to Your Bestetician Podcast, featuring Cersei Kelly, your bestie and esthetician rolled into one. Listen as Cersei reveals insider information from over 20 years in the med spa industry, along with practical advice as a mom and wife riding the roller coaster of life. Welcome to another episode of Your Bestetician. This is Cersei Kelly, your bestie and esthetician, all rolled into one. And today I want to talk about the role that self-care plays in leading an unselfish life. So we hear about self-care all the time now, or actually we see it more and more on social media as products, bath bombs, exercise. Um, healthy food, but self-care is really more than what's commercialized on social media. Self-care started out as a way to physically take care of yourself, and then it kind of evolved into emotional well-being, the overall healing of people, and this goes for people in every demographic. So All that being said, why are we still feeling like self-care is so selfish? And why is saying no to an additional item on our calendar, like totally preached as being okay and encouraged, but it still leaves us feeling guilty and selfish? I myself am a middle child and I am a people pleaser by birth. So it's really hard for me to say no. And it's hard for me to prioritize taking care of myself over my family. And, you know, some people might just say that I am indeed selfish at times, um, family, but I think they've come to realize that mom's self-care of taking care of herself is what makes me a better mom. I don't get it right all the time. And saying no definitely feels like a failure or that I'm incompetent or unequipped to handle life. But If saying no and staying in helps prioritize yourself and your energy, then are you really being selfish? So there's a common example that's used when we're talking about self-care and it is in the airport emergent or the airplane emergency procedures. When that mask comes down, you are encouraged and you're told to put that mask on yourself before you put it on your child, because if you're not alive and if you don't have oxygen, then how can you help your child? And so that's what we have to remember. If we aren't healthy and taking care of ourselves, then we cannot lead a selfless life for our children. Um, Another example is what they say in church, the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And if we are not cheerfully giving to our family, and if we aren't joyfully Uh, being selfless for our family and we feel like it's a chore and we're pissed off every time we have to cancel something um, for the sake of our family, then what good is that for anybody? We don't want our kids to see that we're upset about canceling dinner to be with them. It's all about balance. When it comes to finances or when it comes to your time, you've got to carve out some alone time for yourself or you're really going to lose touch with yourself or more importantly, your maker and other relationships in your life. Um, When it comes to finances, I see all the people all the time who 
spend every dime on their kids on what I consider to be unnecessary things. And then they basically just live off their kids' crumbs to survive. And that's not healthy for them. I know personally, I need to see, I need my kids to see that I'm taking care of my health and my well-being because it's part of what makes me be the best mom for them that I can be. And I want them to grow up taking care of themselves too. Am I saying that you need to come in to Auburn Metastetics and have super expensive treatments um, in lieu of feeding your family healthy or in lieu of affording your children extracurricular activities? No, but there's always a balance. And so I just want to give y'all some practical ways that you can incorporate self-care and prioritizing yourself while still leading a selfless, self unselfish life. Number one, I will not de-emphasize the very large role that my husband plays in allowing me to practice self-care activities in my own life. For example, I get up really early in the morning and go exercise at 5 a.m. while he's at home with the kids, preparing for them to wake up, preparing for breakfast and everything, and vice versa. I love watching him go play golf and allowing, affording him that opportunity to spend time with himself. And so when you've got that person that's going to take up the slack, when you can't be there for everybody, and when you have to say no, you definitely have to make it a two-way street and afford them the opportunities to take care of themselves too, in whatever way that may be. So find somebody who can help fill these gaps and support your focus on yourself when you need it. Number two, another way to practice self-care in your life while still maintaining a somewhat unselfish life is you have to be super duper organized about it. If you're going to be everything to your kids and be there at every practice and every game and still do all the things you want to do for your own health, you really have to have a super organized schedule, I have found. Um, and, and multitask at times. So like, for example, when my girls were babies and they would be in the tub at say 6 p.m. or whenever, that's when I would do my skincare routine. I would turn around the sink and do it right then. I always tell people you do not have to do your skincare. Your skincare routine does not have to be the last thing that you do before you go to bed. So multitask, get creative, figure out ways to incorporate these things into your life. Take your kids on a walk with you. Teach your little girl how to wash her face so that she prioritizes it also and she doesn't feel slighted when you take time to do your skincare. You have to be creative. You have to maintain a super organized and efficient schedule and find somebody that helps you to focus on yourself and who supports you in that. Another way you can multitask is if you if you're not an early morning workout person do it at nine at night go on a walk with your husband or your significant other and spend meaningful time with them too so I just don't want everyone to feel guilty about taking care of themselves because it is so important we're all going to feel guilty at times it is inevitable but at the end of the day you've got to take time for yourself I'm so thankful for a husband that allows me to do that. Um, and, it, and it's seasonal. I mean, you're going to go through seasons where you're 
super duper busy and you might get burnout, then take a season for yourself where you spend more time for yourself. Everyone's self-care looks different. Obviously, I place a large importance on skincare and taking care of your skin, but everybody's self-care is different. How you're going to care for your body and your mind are totally different. Take that quiet time for yourself at some point during the day to spend time with the Lord. That will absolutely keep you focused. I want to emphasize that that is of number one importance above anything else. And it just helps to stay balanced. So I hope that this podcast has been a little helpful for y'all today. I know it's a difficult one to navigate. We're being told to care for ourselves while we're also being told to be everything in the world to everyone around us. And that is really hard to balance. We get so many mixed messages. But I hope you get, I gave you a couple practical ways to balance this in your own life. And I look forward to speaking with y'all again soon. If there is a topic that you want me to cover that I've not covered, then reach out to me, Cersei at AuburnMedAesthetics.com. Follow us on Instagram at AuburnMedAesthetics. And I thoroughly look forward to talking with y'all again soon. You've been listening to the Your Best Esthetician podcast featuring Cersei Kelly, licensed master esthetician. Be sure to follow her Instagram, Auburn Med Aesthetics, for more med spa tips and trends.